Welcome to the heart of the Big Bend. It's time to kick back, put your feet up, grab your favorite beverage or snack as we discuss, declare, proclaim, publicize, and articulate about the wonders, magic, beauty, music, and happenings here in the area known as the Big Bend of Texas. Hello, welcome, and thanks for joining us again for Heart of the Big Bend. This is a podcast and radio show coming to you every other week about visiting the beautiful Big Bend of Texas. Specifically, we will cover what's happening in Alpine, an incredibly friendly small town nestled in a desert mountain valley at the heart of the Big Bend region. With easy day trips from Alpine, you can take in everything this amazing region has to offer. I'm Chris Ruggia, Director of Tourism for the City of Alpine, and today I'm joined by Will Snodgrass. Will, welcome. Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. And today we're going to talk about guitars. (laughs) In my wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) So Will has just opened a new guitar. I'm going to call it a showroom. You call it whatever you wish. What do you call it? What's your favorite Uh, noun? I I don't know. The the fellow that I bought the building from, he has lots of alternate names for the space. Yeah. And I told him, you call it whatever you want because, you know, the imagination runs wild and such. I'm not going to limit it to what I think. You know, just come in and see what you think. Okay. So some might say it's a guitar store. So, you might say it's eh, a shop, a store, yeah. whatever you may. Exactly. So, it just opened. Just opened. It's on 6th Street. It's between Holland Avenue and Avenue E. Now, if mm-hmm. you're driving in a town looking for this guitar store, 6th Street's one way. It's the only one in downtown that's crossing Holland Avenue and Avenue E are both one ways. That's the highway. It splits when you get on either end of town. <laughs> And 6th Street's the only one in between those that's one way. One way in between the one ways. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you're coming up from Avenue E is how you're going to approach 6th Street, and you're going to take that left turn. Sure. After you exhaust yourself from pressing the brake pedal exactly. at the four-way stop, <laughs> take a little break, take a left, park the car, come on in. There you go. Okay. So that's where it is. The sign's beautiful, by the way. I had I had that sign. I was waiting to hang that sign till the very last because uh-huh. I like uh, I like anticipation. Right. Uh, uh, and and I wanted the reveal to be special for everyone, including myself. So we hung the sign maybe uh, the latter part before we had our big sneak peek party. Uh-huh. And I had painted those those letters for Far West Guitars. I'd painted them a a, a quintessential guitar color, uh-huh. candy apple red. Right. And I had I'd, I'd done this base of, you know, uh, a metallic silver, you know, and then uh, like three coats of that and then like seven coats of this, oh my this God. candy apple translucent, transparent paint and then uh, maybe four or five clear coats on top. My God. Well, that finish has lasted about 17 minutes because right now <laughs> it looks very aged, so to speak, but that's okay it's with me. It's classic now, yeah. Yeah, it's classic. It's earned its stripes. And honestly, because you walk along the our storefronts here, you don't. the sign is up high. Mm-hmm. And so I first actually saw it. I was walking at the courthouse, and I looked down six. I was like, oh, my gosh, look, there's a guitar that's up on the wall, coming out of the wall. Oh, that guitar is so yeah. cool, isn't it? Yeah. Some buddies of mine... Uh, uh, cut that out, and I was very excited. Now, we hung that just days before the party. Yeah. You know, I was very excited to hang that. All right, so tell me a little bit then about 
why you wanted to do this? Why, why did you want to spend your time? Hmm, the why question. Yeah. I love the why question <laughs> because there, it, 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 it automatically invokes that there's a purpose. Right. Right? <laughs> well, I don't want to presume. There, but there is a purpose. Okay, That's good. why I don't shy away from the why question. Um, when I first visited Alpine, Texas, it was, uh, it was 2005. Mm-hmm. And I had grown up in Lubbock. I lived in Fort Worth for a good piece. I lived in Austin for a really good piece. But when I started coming out to Alpine, it was 2005, and I thought, I've never been to Texas before. That's what it felt like. Really? Wow. And so when I showed up, it was just, you know, some people are really drawn to this place. Yeah. And some people, okay, this is nice, but the ones that are drawn to it are really drawn to it. So as I pulled into town... I saw this sign. It was it was it was the first morning I was there, and it was a sign, and it said guitars. Yeah. So I walked down the street. It's where the O'Reilly's is now. Yeah. There was a different building was there before. Yeah. Walked into this uh, this metal barn, and there's a guy behind the counter, and it's Mark Pollock. Uh huh. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing here? Because I knew Mark Pollock from Charlie's Guitars in Dallas. Okay. I knew him from running the Dallas International vintage guitar show it's the Mm -hmm. biggest vintage guitar show in the world and he ran that for 20 years he's he's guitar royalty yeah and now i'm visiting alpine texas for the first time and i i just experienced the night skies the night before and had a lovely morning and i'm just i'm 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 in the midst of falling in love with it right yeah and then i see guitar royalty (laughs) behind a desk what are you doing out here he said well i got fed up with this you know in the big city and we love it out here. And they just moved out here and opened up the shop, him and Mary. And boy, did I enjoy that moment. Yeah. So when the opportunity allows me to contribute to what is not just Alpine, Texas, but the, the Trans-Pecos region in general, mm-hmm. and, and hoping that somebody's walking down that 6th Street or walking yeah. by the courthouse and looks over and says, oh, look at that guitar coming out of the wall. Yeah. And they walk in and they start seeing some cool stuff. It enhances that that experience in Alpine, Texas. The answer to your why, that's a big part of it yeah. right there. Because I experienced that magical thing and it helped me easily fall in love with this place. Yeah, well, and I can tell that... If you're at that shop and somebody walks in the door and starts looking around, you're going to lead them on a guitar experience they did not expect. (laughs) It's been amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing because there's no telling what's going to happen. Uh It's as big a surprise to me. But as you talked about, as you you look at the storefront, it's obvious that we're paying homage to something. Yeah. Something very important. And so when they walk in and they... They're, they either feel very at home because they've already paid honor and know what that's about. And if they're not and they ask a question, yeah, then the tour begins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, so we got two places, two directions to go, and one is back and one is forward. Mm-hmm. And so we'll go ahead and go back first. Okay. And so you mentioned Mark Pollock, and a lot of the listeners are not going to know him. Now, I met Mark when he came to town and, uh, and opened up his shop. Mm-hmm. I'm a guitar player, but I'm not a guitar enthusiast. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a scholar. I'm not a, it, it's, I'm not a collector of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just a player. Mm-hmm. And so Mark's a nice guy who comes and opens the shop, and I hear a little bit, you know, oh, yeah, you do this guitar show thing. That's cool. You know, and uh, 
and I gradually learn, you know, the stature that mm-hmm. he had. And uh, and we should let folks know, Mark passed quite a little while ago. He ran his guitar shop until he couldn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we lost the shop. And much more sadly, we, we lost Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that brought Mark to the area would be Michael Stevens. Mm-hmm. So what, what, do you, what do your... Tell me a little bit about... I know Michael, but... Once Tell ag- me a little bit about Michael. Once again, if 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 you ever have the opportunity to to rub shoulders, rub elbows with somebody that is the best, the best at what he does in the world. Oh yeah, that's that's what it's like to rub elbows with Michael Stevens. Now, before my wife and I moved out here, I had warned her. I said, uh, well, first of all, Michael Stevens for 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 you guys that are unfamiliar with it. He was recruited and hired by Fender Guitars to mm-hmm. start That's the Fender Custom Shop. one of the two big shop. names in, yeah. in electric guitars, yeah. or guitars in general. The, one, of the, yeah. one of the two of the, of the big three, and they're the big two. There you go. And they said, we're starting this custom shop. We need you to start it. And so Michael Stevens started the custom shop, and he hired John Page to be his right-hand man. And, yeah, and so they this created is, a monster. This is this, like, premier guitar company, and they're going to make the premier guitars of the premier guitar company. These are the cus- the custom shop is being somebody wants something special. They yeah. want it built from the ground up, and they're looking to our friend Michael yeah, to we're talking, design and build We're talking the, the, the premiere of players, the, the, the guitar heroes that you've grown up listening to. Yeah. Eric when Clapton they go like, somewhere and say, build me a guitar, yeah. that's where they go. Yeah, exactly. And so this gentleman, living right here in Alpine, Texas, I had warned my wife and I said, now, we're about to go out here and one of my heroes lives out here. It's a small place. We're going to run into him. And I'd, I'd shaken his hands a couple of times. I was uh-huh. in the Continental Club at... at uh, in Austin, one time when he delivered one of Junior Brown's get steals, this was a, a pedal get, get steal that he just finished for Junior. And, and I was in the club one time when he delivered it to him and Junior yeah. was playing it for the first time. I shake his hand and say hello. And I say, but that's not really meeting someone. So I tell Laura, you know, one of my heroes lives here. Well, she comes home one day and says, well, guess who I met today? <laughs> and she really met him and she really established relationship with him. And my wife's much more... Um, enjoyable to be around than I am. I can guarantee that. And so they really established relationships. Yeah. So as we sat down and had dinner, it was uh, it was a joy to me, of course. Yeah. And then relationships started building in between me and Mr. Stevens of uh, I never expected that. Yeah. And and so as you were talking about um, with in relation to Mark Pollock mm-hmm. and seeing him and knowing him as a nice guy. Yeah. Um, sometimes not being clouded by somebody's uh, reputation allows you to have that personal relationship right. with someone. Then all of a sudden you find out that this Mark Pollock, this nice guy, holy smokes, he's yeah. got guitar history exactly. out the ears. So let me tell you how I met Michael. So uh, I had just moved to Alpine. It's 1995, early 1995. Mm-hmm. And the print shop, I was working at the print shop doing uh, graphic design stuff for them. Cool. It's right across the street from your shop from which was Michael's workshop at the time and it was all it, it was all covered you know with paper the storefront windows didn't know what was in there and he comes across the street and he's getting a his logo like set so that he can make the little inlays you know mother of pearl inlays on the head or something and so I'm in Adobe 
illustrator doing the little, making the little Stevens logo thing for him. And uh, so he comes in and I'm showing him, okay, well, here, here it is. And he's looking at it. He says, you know, I think on the second E, it's a little fatter. The letter's a little fatter than the other. And I'm, I'm looking at it. I don't see it. But it turned out there's, a, there's a, an outline. And the outline was like a half a point larger on that one letter I hadn't noticed. And just eyeballing it, he could say, well, you know, that's not exactly right. And so that's when I first met him was, uh, and, and after that, he was, uh, honestly, he was the only guy who could fix anything that I knew. So if I had a good, you know, he was like the guitar repair guy that I would ask if he had yeah. any time and he would, he, he did not have the time, but he very graciously would, you know, wow. would help out with, with this or that until oh. somebody else showed up. But, uh-huh. And it took a long time for me to really learn what Michael's background and, once again, his stature was. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and he used to play at the Riata, in the back of the Riata, with Tony Lujan, who now plays with uh, Rick Ruiz. Uh-huh. Um, but we had a big earthquake in 1995. And... Uh, in, so this is the first year I'm in Alpine. And that happened to coincide with when Junior Brown was coming. He mentioned, folks don't know Junior Brown, look him up. Uh, but so Michael builds these custom instruments for him. You mentioned a Git Steel. So it's like a double neck guitar, but half of it is a, a lap steel guitar. And so Junior Brown was in town to pick it up. And there was this 5.6 Richter scale earthquake that day everything shook and you have a photo of them reenacting i believe in your little front room but that night there was an earthquake party at the riata and (laughs) junior brown and michael were there playing and so that's i'd never seen junior brown play Uh i had seen michael play with tony luhan but that was a night let me tell you oh that must have been a night yeah and i hope your memory never fails you of that (laughs) night because that's magical yeah that's fantastic Memories like that, I mean, you didn't know they were coming, yeah. right? And, and, and half the time, or maybe more than half the time, we see some really special stuff, and we don't realize how special it is until we reflect back on it, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and so I guess, I guess the lesson to be learned is keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, because whatever's coming in, you never know how special indeed that is. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, in your shop, in your store, in your showroom, um, in one of the front storefront windows, you have a display which includes Mark Pollock and Michael Stevens mm-hmm. and uh, and Doyle Bramhall. Yes, sir. Uh, which also had a, a big impact on Texas music and a community impact out here the time he spent here before he passed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's in the rest of the place? <laughs> if, if, if it's not too hard to imagine, guitars. That's what's in the rest of the place, you know? And, and, uh, and I'd mentioned the, the why about we're there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, I, expectations always kind of scare me, I'll be honest. Um, and that, that fright has been relieved a lot by a lot of the feedback that I've received. Because uh, if I am to compare myself with the favorite guitar stores that I've visited throughout my life, yeah, um, I'm going to be frightened because right. I can't compare and compete with those. As Mark Pollock ran Transpacus Guitars for so many years mm-hmm. here, I cannot compete with that legacy. But what I can do is I can 
is I can honor that legacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if somebody comes in and they go deep into the store, Which whatever guitars they see, it's deep. a small place. You don't have to walk very far to yeah. get deep is all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but hopefully, metaphorically, exactly. I hope it is as deep as the deep end of the pool, you right. know? Uh, but if you see those guitars... It's really kind of selfish when it comes down to it because uh-huh. the guitars that are hanging on the wall are guitars that I really like. Yeah. And if somebody likes what I like, they're going to really dig this store. And if it doesn't quite float their boat, it it just might right. not. I don't know. But I've been I've been very in, I've been greatly encouraged by the people that have come in. Uh, the look on their faces have been fantastic. But the 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 the, the when when somebody says I can't wait to bring so and so here, I can't wait to bring my uncle here, I can't yeah. wait to the excitement. Yeah, that stuff is contagious, and you pair that with the overall experience of Alpine, Texas, uh-huh. the overall experience of Far West Texas, and the Trans Pecos. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's question. a cool experience. Well, I personally am looking forward to having some time, and actually learning from you what you find special about each of these individual guitars because like i said i play them i pay attention to how the guitar i'm playing sounds but i don't study that you know i i I don't know what a gibson from 1960 something versus a you know i have many friends who who dig deep on that stuff but so that's why i i really look forward to hearing from you what you love about each of these instruments. Yeah. yeah, but when it comes down to it, when you have it on your lap or hanging from your shoulder and you're playing it and it's speaking to you, mm-hmm. that's much more than the details right, of the right. neck radius and the pickup impedance. You know, all oh, that yeah. stuff, that doesn't you matter. Bet. You either dig it or you don't, you mm-hmm. know? And when you sit it down and you play it and you have time to come over and start yeah. playing some things and making some noise, that's when the fun happens. Yeah, and so we should also, you know, make sure people realize that this is seems like it's as much a room for people to build a relationship with these instruments by playing them as it is shopping or anything else and i i really like the way you put that chris a relationship yeah with the instrument how crazy does that sound you know (laughs) talk about giving these personal aspects to a inanimate object but you know it's not really an inanimate object when such a thing comes through it with this relationship in between an artist Mm -hmm. and the instrument itself so i like that relationship uh descriptor yeah and let's also stress that you don't have to be experienced you don't have to be quote unquote super talented to have that kind of relationship and to have pleasure and uh, and enjoyment from making some noise with a beautiful instrument. Dude, believe me when somebody comes in and because sometimes you're around somebody else and your fingers turn to to rocks. Oh my god. They gosh, don't do yes. what you're supposed to because somebody's do. looking at you uh-huh. and you don't have to be on stage to experience that. And what I can tell the guys that come through there, if if by chance, and I've had some I've had some beautiful players come through the doors in just the last two weeks. Uh-huh. Just amazing players. But then if somebody comes in and says, uh, I, you know, hey, you want to plug in something? And they say, oh, I'm, not, I'm not very good. I said, brother, you're in, you're in good company. Because if you <laughs> want me to prove how not very good I am, I can, but I don't want, you know. Yeah. You're welcome there because yeah. it's, it's, not about, it's not about how great you are, how mm-hmm. impressive you are. If you sit on the couch at home with your guitar and you have fun doing it. Yeah. It's working. There you go. Yeah. When is the store open? Oh, When man, can the, I go? The store is open right now. I better get back. <laughs> okay, so on the door, what I have right now, I have Wednesdays through Saturday, 
11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay, that's written on the door. That's Let's written stress on that. the door right now. So, and of course, in a small town, a lot of time you'll see a piece of notebook paper with a marker. That's exactly what it is, you know. Yeah. But the, but everybody was anticipating me opening, and I'm glad that we finally got open, so to speak. Um, but you know, I have some people that say, "I wish you're open seven days a week, 24 hours a day." Yeah. Um, and you know what we might do later on for those folks that don't like to play in front of others. We might start doing a little appointment time on the off days mm-hmm. so somebody can come in and have a little privacy. That's really And nice. not have to perform in front of others or have somebody walk in while they're playing. I don't know. We're brand new. We're developing. Right. Well, and if somebody's coming to town and they're listening to this show and they're real excited about seeing the shop, then they should maybe... I would love you. them to come over. And, yeah. and, and by no means is there an expectation when you walk in that... I want you to buy this or I want you to buy. I've had people apologize, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy anything. I said, brother, don't apologize to me. <laughs> and then that relationship is not just about the creator yeah. and the instrument. It's relationship in between people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty important to me. Absolutely. So I'm having fun. That is great to hear. Yeah. And you're adding you're a really nice thing to the community. And we thank you for that. Well, thank you for saying that, brother. I'm <laughs> glad to be a part. Yeah. Yeah, and so Alpine's a, a Texas music-friendly community officially, and in the presence of this, you know, I think that adds a whole extra depth, an extra facet to that music-friendliness. I, su- I certainly hope it does. That's yeah. what we aim to do. No question. Yes, sir. So anything else come to mind that you want to ask or, or say or anything about that guitar shop or anything else before we move <laughs> I, on i'm just uh, personally uh-huh. i i think i thank you oh. uh you're a you're a good example of that feedback that i receive from people the excitement that i receive from people because i i'd had i'd had a handful of acquaintances you know uh that would come up to me knowing that i was into guitar and they mm-hmm. said dude uh, there's a new guitar store that's opening up, you know, and I'm like, I have, I've heard the same thing, you know, but the anticipation that's been there. Yeah. And, and once you came over and visited uh, well before we opened uh-huh. up, um, the excitement that we were able to convey to one another. Yeah. Um, I thank you for exhibiting that oh. because that, that, that feeds me, Yeah. you know, and hopefully what happens at the store feeds others in that same manner. And this is not anything we can necessarily quantify i guess is the word for it but that uh that that sort of thing i can thank you for exhibiting that and hopefully i can pass that on to others you know so if if you swing through town we'd love to have you come visit yeah you don't even have to play guitar for heaven's sakes there's lots to look at in there no kidding if you're even interested if you're interested in music that helps let's put it that way it helps yeah it helps but even if you just like looking at stuff there's plenty to look at. there's plenty to look at yeah mosey on by all right well thank you so much well. brother it's my pleasure <laughs> all right and thank all of you for joining us again for heart of the big bend you can get more information about the show at visit alpinetx.com slash podcast or search for heart of the big bend on apple podcasts spotify and most other podcast apps and for everybody listening to the broadcast locally on kalp gave vlf radio and alpine thank you and we'll be back in two fridays You've been listening to The Heart of the Big Bend. Hope you liked what you heard and that you'll find the time to experience all that The Big Bend has to offer. See you soon, partner.